Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. This is the Media Center. Presented by Levi Loggins and Arnie Singh. This is your show. Welcome to the Media Center. My name is Levi Loggins and sitting to my right, Arnie Singh. How are you? I'm grand, man. I'm grand. Grand. Yes. I love it. Grand. Um, first couple of days off in uh, eight days of work. It's kind of, it's a little weird. What's the name of the horse in uh, Animal Farm? Animal Farm? What, the George Orwell book? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh my god, that's from Junior High. I can't remember that book. You're that horse. Am I? Just waiting to be sent off to Made into Glue. Wow. <laughs> Okay. I'm calling you a workhorse. At, le- at least this horse is wearing some flying new kicks. Got some good horse shoes. Oh okay, horse let, shoes. Let the people know. Let the people know what you're wearing today. I went out and uh, because I had a nice little hefty paycheck from working so goddamn hard mm-hmm. for the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, retro Jordans 84 in this beautiful velvet red. Oh, it's like the OGs that he first wore when he stepped onto the court after getting drafted by the Bulls. They are so nice. They fit my feet so damn well. And I'm letting all the people know, Arnit has size 13 feet. You know what they say about big feet. Big goddamn socks. Big socks! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so we got some news on for you. Okay, so we (laughs) have, you know, big socks. Uh, Let's talk to someone who probably has a little itty bitty Wiener. Uh, <laughs> we both have Trump stories today. We do have Trump stories. We're skewing very politically uh, sourced, but um, one of us has a fun story and the other has more of an informative story. Should be like like it should be. I think, <laughs> I think we should skew with the reality and then go into the uh, fun part of the reality yeah. afterwards. We'll leave you, uh, leave you uh, chuckling. Yes, yes. Until then, we're going to take you into uh, Hellscape Corner, which is actually... Kind of the sun is shining a little bit on uh, the political spectrum right now. I mean, isn't it sad? I mean, I know what you're going to talk about, but isn't it sad that that is where the sun is shining? Is this crazy... Anyway, you talk about it. But where there is light, you must chase. So, uh, news came out, actually reported by BuzzFeed News, who are becoming great sources of uh, information. Which is crazy, but we will talk about this on a different podcast. Yes. Um, BuzzFeed News reported, uh, sources are saying that Trump directed Michael Cohen, his former fixer, uh, to lie under oath to Congress about the Trump Tower deal in Moscow. If anybody's been following that story, basically, it's become uh, common knowledge at this point that part of Donald Trump's alleged uh, collusion with Russia included a deal to build a Trump Tower in Moscow. Uh, and along with the news that uh, he, Trump had uh, Michael Cohen lie under oath is a funny little tidbit that Vladimir Putin, I think unsurprisingly, was promised a penthouse apartment in that Trump Tower. <laughs> I didn't know this. Yes, yes. Aww. Not much peeing going on in the penthouse until Putin gets there. The Putin suite. Yes. So there's a few things about this information coming out. Uh, that affects all of us and affects the way that we view the investigation currently uh, still going on by uh, with Robert Mueller. 
Um, it clearly proves that Trump is has obstructed justice. That is a felony crime. What? Yes. Him. It's a felony crime, and it is out there. It is not something that can be covered up anymore. It is fact at this point by multiple sources that he obstructed justice. So that's one. It's an indictable crime. It's impeachable. It is something that now Trump and his team of crackpot lawyers need to scramble to uh, find a way out of. It's not even, it's, we're past the point of trying to cover it up. You can't lie about this anymore. It's out there in the zeitgeist. It, it's a thing. Uh, on top of everything else, Rudy Giuliani yesterday also reversed course on months of interviews and statements regarding collusion by the Trump campaign with the Russian government on CNN with uh, Andrew Cuomo saying, I never said there was collusion. When, for the past however many months, he's been Trump's lawyer, he's been saying, there's, no, there's been no collusion, there's been no collusion. And when it started to become clear that there was collusion, he started to say, well, collusion isn't a crime. And now, which it is, by the way, fuck yes it is, but now he's saying there was no collusion. So he's reversing course on a story that's been 100% clear from the very start that the Trump, 2016 Trump campaign was in cahoots with the Russian government to fix the election. Okay, real quick, yeah. before we keep going. Do you know, okay, you know how when you say a word like orange mm. enough times, it just loses all meaning? That's what they're trying to do with collusion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if I have to hear that one more time, if that follows into the next presidency, I know. I'm, I am at a loss for words. Well, you hear me saying conclusion instead of collusion just because I've said collusion so many fucking times. Yeah. It's just turning into its own phrase. But look, this administration is now crumbling within itself, but it couldn't come at a stranger time either than now with the current government shutdown. Yeah, I mean, the, normally a government shutdown unless you work directly for the government and the private sector. Or, oh, is it private sector? Public sector. Public sector. Public sector. Unless you work for the government directly in the public sector. Uh, it, normally we don't see a lot go on. It really is just a standstill. It's a stall out. Yeah. But a lot has been happening in this specific one. Yeah. It is also the, as of right now... It, that can be subject to change if it keeps going on. It is the second longest government shutdown in American history. It's now the longest. It is the longest, <laughs> the longest government shutdown in American history. Yes. Wow. And it's affected 800,000 plus government employees who are now uh, uh, missing paychecks. Mm. Uh, well, they've been missing paychecks for four weeks, but they're also starting to uh, hit the unemployment lines. Um, food stamps uh, agencies are being affected. So well, the scariest part food. for me is the TSA agents aren't being paid. So that's another thing. They're working. They're just not getting paid. Republican lawmakers aren't going to start uh, going to Trump and saying you need to end the shutdown until it starts affecting their fucking holiday plans on the mm -hmm. weekends. It really is. It's a, it's a weird, horrible thing that just needs to stop. Um, and, of course, how it affects the American people, it's two ways. The shutdown will continue until Trump's own base begins to turn on them significantly, which is already beginning. I mean, I don't know if you saw his public address last week, but he lost percentage points of favorability uh, regarding the fucking wall, which has been the staple of his propaganda from the very start. But then, two, the fact that Michael Cohen was told to lie under oath by the President of the United States connects the dots in a Nixon-esque clusterfuck that can be the catalyst to uncovering undeniable evidence of obstruction of justice 
and lying in Congress and to the American people during the 2016 elections. It's clear cut now. But the question still is being asked over and over again by far more knowledgeable people than ourselves. Can Trump pardon himself? <laughs> you yeah. know he's going to try. And, and that's the thing. I'm sure he'll try. And with the Supreme Court that's clearly drinking the GOP Kool-Aid with two justices appointed to the court by Trump himself, with Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh being on the bench now, he may get his way. But here's where my optimism is. Robert Mueller's clearly taken this time with gathering as much information and testimony as he can. Why would he, as a prosecutor and investigator, levy charges against a criminal who he knows will simply pardon himself without thinking of the timing of the release of that information? He'll think long and hard to find the best course of action to indict. He's not just going to put this out there all at once. He's going to create an inescapable uh, situation, I think, as inescapable as he can, because he's otherwise he he's he's not immune. He hasn't turned his ears off to the noise. He knows what the repercussions of Trump pardoning himself will be, and that this will all be for naught if he does. Trump or uh, Mueller has to be strategizing privately with his own team about what is the best course of action to have the best possible result of these this at this point two year long investigation. Otherwise, it's money for nothing. So we'll see what happens with uh, with the investigation going forward. I think we're going to find a lot more information coming out uh, as we go along here. Now that that information is out, it's going to unravel a lot more in this case and we're going to have a lot more answers that I think most of us already kind of had in our minds but they'll be available and real sooner than rather than later. God, don't you miss the Monica Lewinsky days when that was all it took? Were we conscious in the Monica Lewinsky days? Uh, I mean... <laughs> I just want to go back to the, to the uh, birtherism when Trump was saying that Obama was not American. Oh my god. I found that to be a lot easier to take in than this. That's a lot more palatable. I just, it's, it gets crazier and crazier that nothing is happening. Like, where, does anyone, is anything being happening? Is anything happening? Or is it just like people saying, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're looking into it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. The other thing is the, um, his, Trump's nominee to become the Attorney General, who was actually the Attorney General under George H.W. Bush back in the late 80s, early 90s, uh, was asked in uh, the Senate Judiciary Committee, or I think no, in the Confirmation Committee, whether or not he would con what he would continue to allow funding for uh, Mueller's investigation, and he pretty tacitly said that it would be wrong and unjust of him to do so to defund. So even the nominee that Trump is putting forward, he's not going to be drinking partisan Kool Aid. He's going to continue to do his job or the job that he's appointed to do with principle and, and, and values and virtue. What does this Trump Kool-Aid taste like? Probably juiced up hamburgers. Oh! 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 <laughs> Supersize me, baby. Gross. <laughs> but that leads into your story. So let's go to the light, people. The true light. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about... Let's make fun of him. Yes. That's the fun part, right? And the one grace we have from this presidency is just how much we can make fun of him. Yes. Uh, so, whether you know this or not, you're about to know, uh, Trump served 
the Clemson football team had them all over to the White House for a presidential dinner, which, you know, happens. Yes. Quite a bit. Of course. Uh, we are in the middle of the government shutdown, so who's going to cook the meal? We don't know. The White House can't do it. The chefs aren't being paid, so they can't do it. Nope. So uh, who's next on Trump's list for preparing food good enough for the White House? Well, first we have to figure out what does our president eat? Because he's not following Michelle Obama dietary plan, obviously. Oh, Jesus. He orders <laughs> that fast food. Thousands and thousands of fast food meals. Mickey D's, Wendy's, Burger King fucking burgers. It says here, I'm looking on a Washington Post article by uh, Allison... Oh, Jesus Christ. I got you. Allison Chu? Chu. Allison Chu. Yes. And it is said that boxes of McDonald's Quarter Pounders, Big Macs, Filet-O-Fish sandwiches... Did you want to, like, make them vomit? <laughs> Filet-O-Fish, really? Uh, and probably been sitting there for a while after the, all the proceedings have happened already. Yeah, the Wendy's food, uh, gravy boat, the silver, china, and gravy... Okay, silver, china, gravy boats, the presidential dishware was being used for dipping sauces from McDonald's. Oh, my God. I mean, it's... Okay, here's the thing. Here's where I'm the most tight. We'll sure. talk about the whole situation more, but here's what makes me mad. Mm. McDonald's always stays warm for 10 minutes. <laughs> so you served this whole team, not just... They were expected. They were expecting to come in and get a big-ass, you know, like, hot presidential meal. meal. They are in, like, fine attire. They're at the White House. And they walk in, and it's all this cold-ass fast food. I don't know about you, but I prefer to eat my Big Macs after they've been marinating in their freezer juices for about an hour, hour and a half. Jesus. You gotta, you gotta slow cool that shit. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Actually, here. It does say on a Choose article, on a separate table, Domino's pizzas and french fries repackaged in cups bearing the presidential seal, oh, basked God. under what appeared to be heat lamps. Oh, so, yeah. they borrowed some heat lamps. <laughs> Diner style. Jesus, that's disgusting. One of the what else do you expect from a president who eats a Big Mac, two Big Macs and two filet of fishes and a chocolate shake for lunch every day? You know, I saw on a BuzzFeed video, uh, again, not credible, but I, I wouldn't put it past him. I saw on a BuzzFeed video a couple years ago that he doesn't even eat the bread off of the Big Mac sandwich. He just eats the meat? He eats the meat and the cheese and like dunks it in ketchup and all that. Wow. Disgusting. Uh, one of the Clemson... Um, Players actually said, I mean, you know, people are showing videos of this on Twitter and you overhear, that's that's where most of the journalism is on this, is where you overhear people on these random videos, Snapchat stuff. One of the Clemson players said, I thought it was a joke. Because <laughs> <laughs> but where's the meal? And, and this is the thing, right? He's chosen to serve fast food to, albeit kids, 19, 20, 21-year-olds. Well, what he describes, what Trump describes as great American food. Whatever. <laughs> these are these are human beings who are in peak physical condition. Yeah. These this is the national championship winning Clemson football Tigers, just coming off one of their biggest wins in their entire school history. You think they did that eating fucking McChickens? No. I mean, no. it, one of the other things that was overheard was one of the players said, oh, our nutritionist must be just having a fit right now. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, all the shade being thrown in this dining hall. Yeah. Rightly so. Uh, and one a picture of Trump standing in front of the entire assortment, too. Oh, yes. And the funniest part, I mean, you, can, you only have to make fun of this, right? Yeah. Because if you actually take it for what it is, it's terrible. Yeah. I can't understand how he thought this was okay. <laughs> Um, 
One of the things on, on Twitter that got posted was that photo of him, hands out like Christ, showing towards all of the McChickens, <laughs> all of the burgers, and, and it says Home Alone 5. <laughs> the best fucking meme in 2019. Like. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel on his show covered it and said that uh, he <laughs> compared Trump to the rat in Charlotte's Web. <laughs> Templeton and said that later that night he was probably rolling around on all the leftovers quarter pounds of cheese all over him just rolling in it oh he must have been in heaven it's like the roses in American Beauty but replace that with like greasy three month old cheese that's melted down on him it's weird he even Trump even said we're, we're going to eat all of their favorite foods and then listed all these fast food chains Oh, wait, no, no, no. Their favorite food. Yeah. Yours. And that's what everyone's saying. Yeah. And it's just, it was the weirdest thing. I have a feeling that he tans, he spray tans with, like, McDonald's secret sauce. Buffalo sauce. Yeah. He just leaves it on for a few hours, (laughs) goes into the sun in his Speedo, lays there in the Oval Office, in the uh, White House Gardens, and just lets it kind of... Soak in. That's disgusting. <laughs> Why did you give me that much imagery? It's your story. Oh, boy. <laughs> and at the end of this article, it even says that there was a, a meeting the next day for actual, you know, politicians. Mm-hmm. And uh, some uh, Republicans said, yes, we'll go to this meeting. And Democrats said, no, we're not showing up. I mean, that sounds about right for any meeting, right? Uh, for, for, with him. And so they all show up, and as they're going in or coming out of the meeting or whatever, uh, journalists, reporters are coming up being like, so, uh, did you get leftovers? <laughs> did you get leftovers? They, there's video of them asking, did you get leftovers? Yeah. And uh, these Republicans are saying, well, yeah, I pocketed two chicken wraps and a quarter pounder. <laughs> Like, wow. You know Mitch McConnell's, like, stuffing it into his little neck pouch. I just... Ew. <laughs> oh. That's where he keeps his extra, the extra French fries. It's just... It's offensive, to be honest. It's an offensive choice. That is the, uh, the times that we live in. That's the political sphere we live in. There's but... quarter pounders in the White House. But it's okay, because Trump paid for it himself. Oh. It was... He did say in a tweet that he bought all of the hamburgers. <laughs> The G and the D aren't even close to each other. All the hamburgers himself. So it's okay. He's not using government money. Except for, what do we pay him in? Government money? 400000 a year. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No child left behind, Levi. No child left behind. Michelle Obama is rolling in her grave and she's not even dead yet. <laughs> Jesus. She worked so hard for those eight years to try and get healthy food in schools. Uh, and now we have the White House just quarter pounder it up. I'm listening to the Pod Save America podcasts regularly. And they're, like, they're saying it over and over again. And it's true. The point that we're at right now with this White House, with this administration, with Trump, this is the point that we were afraid of getting to. Yeah. With my new story, with your new story, with everything surrounding the White House and that has in the last two years, and the shutdown now, everything we're experiencing right now is the worst of the worst. It sounds like a bad parody movie. It really does. Or just, it, it literally feels like a Back to the Future parallel universe that we need Marty McFly to go back in time and change. Yeah, are we in the wrong reality right now? I think at some point we just broke the time-space continuum somehow. I think with... I think the Kardashians must have done it. Where's the reality where Bernie won? I don't know. 
Ugh. Veggie grills on every corner. I don't even need. I don't need Bernie Bros in my life. I would have been fine with Hillary one. I would have been fine with anyone else. Literally. Where's the Zodiac else. killer when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> sends uh, cryptic messages to the Secret Service. Yeah. Sends cryptic messages to the Secret Service. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, that was it. That's that on that. Uh, well. I, I had a good laugh, at least. <laughs> yeah. I hope mean, you did, too. I'm sure they had some pretty good indigestion afterwards. Yeah. Well, coming up to you next uh, episode, we've got a very special guest joining us. We've got our first interview of the podcast. First interview! And she's wonderful. She's delightful. Her name is Talia Dillingham. Do your research before you get into the episode. And um, also upcoming, this it's going to be the first part of a two-part interview. Uh, and then later in the week reviewing episodes three and four of Avatar The Last Airbender, book one. If you follow in along, you have four more days to catch up, people. Let's get on to it. His name is Levi Loggins. You can hit him up at contact at levyloggins.com. He's useful for so many great many things. He's a beautiful human. <gasps> Thank you. You're welcome. And my name is Arnie Singh. You can get me at Arn... Ooh. At underscore A-C-E-I-N-G. Shut the fuck up. No, Did I just fix the outro for so once much. in my life? Yeah. What's the score? You want to? Do we want to retread the score here? One to like in, infinite. There we go. <laughs> Remember that. At underscore A-C-E-I-N-G on Instagram. Arneet.com or Arneet at Arneet.com. I have a camera. You have a face. Let's take pictures of it. I'm sure it'll be grand. Till next time, people. With Talia. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Media Center. If you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes. And while you're there, please leave us a rating and review. Be sure to join us next time.